0: What is up everyone? Welcome back to a time such as this. I'm super excited that you're here. Um, Thanks for being patient with me as always. Um, I love you guys and I'm excited to see what God does in this episode. I know that everything is for a purpose, by a purpose, with a purpose, um, and I know that God is good and that he has a plan. And so I'm excited to continue this series um, to keep talking about Um, mental health and what that looks like and um, you know how does that fit into our faith and all that good stuff. Um, I think that mental health is one of the things that is a hot topic nowadays. There's a lot of self-care, self-help books a lot of opinions out there Um, but what I really want to do with this series is get down to the core get down to the soul level. What does God say? What does Scripture say um, and how can we become healthy people um, based on scripture and so I talked a little bit in the intro podcast about you know my heart behind this, where I want it to go, and so I think today um, we are going to really focus on setting that foundation of who is God because whether you struggle with mental health or not um, Even just to be a healthy person who's grounded and founded in truth, you need to know who God is. You need to set that foundation of what is life, what is everything, where did it all come from. And it all goes back to God our Father and it goes back to his eternal deity, his eternal being, his eternal power and... um, and his desire to know us and to love us and to uh have good things for us and so um i'm gonna pray us in in just a second but just be thinking and beginning to pray that the lord would open up your heart to who he is and to his character and um that you would be able to see him clearly and see him at work in your life So let's pray, and then we will jump right into things. So let's do it. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for who you are. God, I thank you that you have given us your word, your creation, um, and other believers to reveal yourself to us um, through those things. God, I just ask that you would open up our eyes to see you at work, that you would open up our ears to hear your voice. Um, and that you'd remove any pieces of stone that have developed in our heart, any hardness of our heart, Lord, and that you would take that out and um, give us hearts of flesh, Lord, that we would know you, that we would uh, trust you, that we would love you. Um, And I pray that we would build our lives upon you, Lord, our firm foundation. And God, I just pray as we go through this series, as we talk about who you are, lord i just pray that our hearts and our minds would be that fertile soil ready for for seeds to be planted ready for roots to grow down deep into it lord and i just ask um, that your word would be planted firmly lord um, in our hearts and lord i ask that um, as we talk about these things lord that you'd protect us from our flesh getting in the way and from the attacks of the enemy trying to steal these things from us lord but Um, You would help us grow deeper into our knowledge of you and our relationship with you. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So I mentioned this a few months ago. Maybe it was six months ago now. um, But there's a wonderful ministry called Moms in Prayer. And they have this resource, this upload. If you Google Moms in Prayer Attributes of God. It's a short two-page list of some attributes of God and a bunch of scriptures that support that. And so I recommended um, this to people. This is what I've done with someone who's mentoring me is we went through one of those a week and focused on different verses, praying those scriptures, but really focusing on who God is because you know we we want to talk all day long about self care, self help, blah 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 blah. But you can't even help yourself if you don't know what your purpose is, and you can't know what your purpose is, and you can't know your value if you don't know the person who gave you that purpose, the author and creator of your value and of your purpose. If you're trying to find that within yourself, you're you're going to be looking for your entire life. If you're trying to find that in your job, in your health in your mental well-being in your significant other in your friends in the mirror wherever you're not going to find it and you know specifically as we talk about mental health sometimes it it is very difficult to feel like we have soundness of mind you know and then we read these scriptures about oh the spirit that the lord gives is not one of fear but of Love and sound mind, and I forget the third one, but it's like, okay, yeah, that's there, but why hasn't that helped? Well, my next question is, well, what do you believe about God? Do you believe that He's capable of providing that for you? Do you believe that He is who He says that He is? And I don't say that in a condemning way, I say that to genuinely start to stir your thoughts in that direction of what do you believe about God? And this is not one of those, let's tear down what you think and rebuild it. No, no, no. Let's go back to scripture and fix the things that you're viewing God wrongly as or bridge those gaps in trust with the truth of what God has done and what he's continuing to do and with who he is as God. And I can tell you I had to do that and it took a year, probably maybe a year and a half honestly of wrestling and of going back and forth all while still struggling with life stuff you know it's not like once you start on this journey magically things get better no 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 life still goes on sucky things still happen mental health struggles still occur but through the process of um, rebuilding with the Lord and training your brain renewing your mind as uh, Romans 12 talks about As we do this, we are learning who God is for what he actually says. You know, God's word talks about um, renewing our minds and how the word is alive and active. God's word was given to us to bring us closer to him, especially those of us who didn't get to live with Jesus in person and those of us that didn't have prophets and um a cloud by day and fire by night, you know, taking us through the desert. We have the Holy Spirit, which is even better, but it's not visual. So we need the word in order to encourage our faith. We need the word in order to grow in relationship with the Lord. And honestly, um I think I just think it's awesome that we have the whole Bible, you know. Um, they had parts of it; it wasn't complete yet. There's a lot of missing pieces, and um, and so now we have this this word that God has told us is alive and active, and has the ability of going straight to the heart of the matter. And so everything in it is useful for teaching. Everything in it is useful to help us become more like Jesus, and to help us grow in our relationships with God. And that's key. And so when you're thinking about, you know, mental health, you have to remember that we are created beings. We have a designer. We have someone who created us to work, to think, and to move and breathe a certain way. And because of sin and because of, you know, the unfortunate reality of, you know, negative brain chemistry and genetics and you know, bad things that happen because of other people's sin that negatively affects us, we now have to deal with these consequences. But God gives us what we need. You know, it says in his word that he has given us everything we need for life and godliness. He has given us the things that that we need to live in obedience to him. And that is beautiful. And so all of that to say, we need to go back to the beginning. We need to know who this creator is that decided that we need to exist. Um, and who is this creator that decided that he was going to sacrifice his own son to be in relationship with us? Um, we need to, to figure that out. And so that's why I prayed um, and I and I hope that you're praying this for yourself as well, that God would reveal himself to you, but also that he would open your eyes to see himself more clearly, that he would open your ears to hear his voice calling to you and trying to get your attention. And Ezekiel talks about this, but removing that heart of stone, that hardness of heart, where you've decided what you want to believe about God, or you've allowed other people to tell you things about God that may not be fully accurate, you know, may he get rid of those things and, and be, may maybe be humble enough to accept what God has to say about himself to you and to all of us. And um, one really important thing I want to add here before I continue is make sure that as you're going through this process, you do not deviate from God's word. Because the word is ultimate. It's the ultimate authority. If, if something is going outside of it, it's, it's not right. And we know this because John 1 talks about the word being with God. The word was God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And the word in Hebrews 4 talking about being alive and active. This Holy Spirit inspired word is God speaking to you and to me. And so anything that goes outside of that is not from the Lord um just want to make that clear because satan wants you to question god's character to question who god is that's what he did to adam and eve did god really say did god really say and he made them question god's motive in having them not eat of that certain tree little did they know god's ways are higher they decided to believe that and go with what their flesh desired instead And the same goes with us now. We might want to believe something about God because it doesn't make sense to us or it frustrates us or it confuses us or we just can't believe that a loving God would X, Y, Z. Or we just can't trust him because X, Y, Z. Or we don't believe he's faithful. And even if these aren't conscious things, these are subconscious things, as you read God's word and as you allow him to renew your mind, as you humbly come before him desiring to know him more, he will reveal that to you and help you shape the way that you think. And it all will begin to positively affect your mental health. Because the more that you know about your Creator, the stronger you'll feel. It's kind of like that statistic in the world. You can just look it up that talks about uh, homes with fathers and homes without fathers. And God tells us that He is our Father. And, um, it is insane the statistics about kids who grow up without their dad and they are more likely to develop mental health issues to get into drugs and to to deal with a lot of different things um you know and i i've witnessed family members struggle with that and deal with that as their fathers came and went or didn't have them and um I just say that to make the parallel of when we don't have God our Father in our life and we're not submitting to Him and taking in the teaching that He has to give us and learning from Him, we set ourselves up for failure because He created us, He knows us best, and um, He knows exactly what we need. And so we then start to struggle, we start to question our identity, we start to have self-worth issues. Just like physically in this world, um, when we don't have good fathers, even if your dad was around, if he wasn't a good one, um, that negatively affects you. Um, And even the statistic about being involved with church or having a relationship with Jesus, if the father is Christian, it is more... It is exponentially higher percentage of the rest of the family to follow suit than if the dad wasn't and the mom was. And that's not knocking mothers. That's just because God has given fathers authority because he is our father and he has made families and made marriage to be a reflection of what it looks like between Christ and the church, Christ being the head and being being the groom and and the church being the bride. And so very long-winded but I just really want to set that that foundation before we talk about who God is because it's very important to know why why are you doing what you're doing why are you wanting to know more about the Lord and um we want to know more about him for the sake of our relationship with him and because we know that we can't do this life on our own we're struggling it's obviously not working doing our way I mean I've been there a thousand times it's not working doing it my way so I need to go to the one who knows best, whose ways are higher. Um, but even getting to that point all goes back to what you believe about God. Do you trust Him enough to know that His ways are higher and to trust that whatever He's doing is good? Got to ask yourself these hard questions because these are the ones that get down to the to the heart of the matter and where the real work happens. But, anyways, long story short, if you Google moms in prayer and you go uh, Google moms in prayer attributes of God. And what this will do is give you a list of attributes with a bunch of scriptures. And the first one, God is creator. God is eternal. God is faithful. God is good. God is holy. God is immutable. God is just. God is omnipotent. God is omnipresent. God is omniscient. God is sovereign. God is supreme. God is wise. And those are just some of them because I know... There was one like God is Master Planner that was one of them that um, I had gone through a few years ago, but I would just highly recommend grabbing one of these and once a week, even if you want to take two weeks, because each of them have let's see three six nine twelve scriptures, so you could take two weeks for each of these and focus and meditate and pray these each of these scriptures per day. Asking the Lord to help you believe these scriptures and believe these attributes about himself. You know, even just the first one. God is creator. If you don't allow that truth to soak into your soul to believe that God is your creator, then everything else that you are going to try to build will not work properly. Because then you aren't believing that God is creator And if you're not letting that be in you, then how are you supposed to believe the rest of them? You know, if you don't believe that God created you or that he created everything, it's a rough place to start. If you're wanting to start talking about being God is faithful, why would God be faithful to us if he didn't even create us? Like it, it just doesn't make sense. So the next one, God is eternal. Do you believe that God is outside of time? Do you believe that he's capable of doing things beyond our comprehension? Do you believe that he has plans to bring us into that eternal state with him? These are all really important questions. And these scriptures will help you get to that place. And um, one of the biggest ones is, is God being faithful. Because I think especially when it comes to mental health, we question God's faithfulness to us often we wonder is he going to come through is he going to provide um I'm struggling what's going to happen next I'm really anxious about the future I'm I'm just depressed and I can't I don't know if I can continue on Do we believe that God is faithful to do the things that he has said in his word of giving us joy, of giving us peace that surpasses all understanding, of never leaving us nor forsaking us, of having good plans for us, of working all things out for our good because he has a purpose for us? Do we believe he has a purpose for us? Do you believe that God is faithful? I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions, so just be ready. You know, God is good. Do you believe that he is? A lot of people, you know, and, and there are moments when I think about this as well, there are moments when people have said, you know, why would a good God let X, Y, Z happen? And it goes back to what we believe about God. Do we believe that he is faithful? Do we believe that he is good? And why is he good? Um, It it just is very important to to do that and to look at why, what God's word says about these things and why we believe what we believe and why we may struggle to believe certain things. But all of this will build this foundation um, on the solid rock so that when these storms come, when we're struggling with our mental health, when we are struggling in life, we're going to be able to go back and say, you know what? Life's really difficult, and I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills this month, but I know that God is good, and God is faithful, and I know that God is a provider. And these are the scriptures that I'm going to pray about and meditate on so that my heart is kept at peace knowing that God is going to take care of it. And that's not to say you're going to go out and do dumb stuff and be like, yeah, God's going to take care of it. No, no, no. You still have to obey the Lord and do your best and steward the things well steward well the things he's given you and rely on him for the strength to do so. But remembering that there's grace, but you don't go intentionally do dumb things and just be like, oh God's gonna take care of it. No, you trust that in the moments when struggles are happening, when we're facing these mental health hurdles that we've never Experienced before, and we're in a pit and we're in the valley that we know that God's going to get us out of it. Even if it takes a month, a year, two years, that God is walking with us because He's faithful and because He's good. And that is the anchor for your souls. As we have this hope as an anchor for our soul, we can trust that the Lord is good because He's proven it to us over and over and over and over and over again. And that's another thing I would encourage you to do is as you're going through all of these different attributes, I mean, you don't have to use the moms in prayer one. It's just helpful because it comes with scripture, but you can Google attributes of God and get a whole list. But as you're going over these, you, I would encourage you to get a journal and just start writing out things that you have seen in your own life or in the lives of others or in testimonies that you've heard that um, add to that, attributes. So like God being faithful, you know, you would think, okay, how has God been faithful to me? God remind me and show me how you've been faithful to me. And he'll start to bring to remembrance all these things that he's done for you. And then you could think, how have I seen God be faithful in other people's lives? And you could look back at God's word. How have I seen God be faithful in his word to his people? And the same thing. Uh, with God is holy, or with God is good, or with God is sovereign, God is wise. we can look back at all these different areas of our lives or um, other people's lives or scripture um or sermons or testimonies that we've heard, and we could look and see all of these attributes of God start to show up, but we need to be looking for them um, I have heard this saying a few times in the last week and it's really stuck with me, but you become what you behold. And you know, the word behold is a little bit different than look. Um, behold is a little more, I don't know, official, I guess. Um, but if you look it up, the new Oxford American dictionary says, see or observe a thing or person especially a remarkable or impressive one um you could also look it on Merriam Webster and it says to perceive to gaze upon and so it's more than just a look it is a a gazing a beholding a um observing but watching and admiring almost um look intensely at um this vocabulary dot com says it's to behold is to look intensely it's much more than a a glance um a good example of beholding is when you take the time to check out something special and so we behold, we become what we behold, what we spend time looking at and gazing upon and looking intensely at or observing, um, that's what we become. So what are you beholding? Are you beholding God's power? Are you beholding God's sovereignty? Are you beholding God's word? Are you gazing upon his goodness and looking at the things that he's doing? Or are you beholding all the things he's not doing for you? Or are you beholding all of the horrible things that other people have done to you? Or are you beholding the things that you've done and focusing on those? Are you beholding God's grace and his work through Jesus on the cross? Are you beholding your own ability or lack of ability to get through these mental health struggles? Or are you beholding God's word that says my power is made perfect in your weakness and my grace is sufficient for you? Are you beholding God's character that he's trustworthy to leave your life in his hands? Are you believing that he is trustworthy to come through for you? when you're struggling or when you don't have the strength you know Paul talks about that he says you know God came to me you know I begged him 3 times to take this thorn and God said no and he came to me this is Taylor's paraphrase and said my power is made perfect in your weakness in your weakness and my grace is sufficient for you and then Paul says so then I will boast boast all the more gladly about my weakness Imagine getting to a place where you could say, you know what? Yeah, I struggled or struggle with this or I struggle with that or I'm I'm walking through this right now or I'm walking through this season currently. But guess what? God is good. And guess what? God's grace is sufficient for me. And it's so cool. Um, I t- I think I talked about this in a video recently on my Instagram, but Paul also talks about He will boast all the more gladly about his weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest on him. When we come to terms with the fact that we're on the struggle bus and that God is sufficient for us and that his grace will get us through and that his power is at work in our lives, we get to experience that power in a way that we wouldn't have if we weren't suffering or in a way that we wouldn't have if we weren't dealing with something. Because if we... Don't admit to this weakness, and we have pride, and or you know, and this is not a knock on people who don't have to deal with things like that's a blessing. But you know, suffering brings us closer to the Lord. We're able to experience His power at work in us when we go through hard times because we have to go to the cross, and if we don't, life sucks and it is hard and it is painful. And that's not to say that it isn't all of those things when, you know, you do have the Lord, but it has purpose and has meaning and has value. And you feel the comfort of the Lord and you feel his power and his presence more so than you do when you're just living life for yourself. And it's amazing. And it's awesome. And, um, you know, we can boast all the more gladly about our weaknesses, about these mental health struggles, because then we know that the power of the Lord is resting on us. It's it's moving in us and through us. And we're able to trust that God is at work. And so that's why I think it's so important. That's why I'm so, oh, so passionate about people knowing who God is and really looking at what does God's word say about him. What is God trying to tell us about himself? And really looking at scripture for what it says because it's life-changing. It changes your mindset. It changes how you think how you feel it changes how you view the world and how you view other people how you view yourself in such a positive way that the enemy can't really mess with you anymore yeah he tries to make you feel bad about yourself you're like whoop-de-doo this is what my god says this is what your god says satan like we forget that satan's not a god he was a created being his eternity has been sealed. It is signed, sealed, delivered. Homeboy is getting thrown in the lake of fire forever. Like God is God of him too. And when we know God's supreme being, when we know God's sovereignty, when we know God is um, having unlimited power, is in all places in all times, has un- unlimited, infinite knowledge. He knows all things. When we know that God is good and just and faithful and eternal and is creator, we can sit back and really look at the grand scheme of and scope of life that god is in control he is good even if you read job he, the enemy had to go to god to ask for permission can you believe that like we give the enemy and our flesh and our weaknesses way too much power sometimes look at the god that you serve and allow that truth to soak into your heart I know I feel like I'm repeating myself over and over, but I just, I think it's so important. I believe and know, not just think I know that it's so important for us to really know God and really know him for who he is and see these attributes that he has, that he has shown us from the beginning of time. And so I would just encourage you, please go do these attributes of God, pick one for each week or every two weeks. And you know what? I don't know. You guys can text me or message me about this. Um, but let me know if you want to do this together. We could go through one a week. I could have two podcast episodes. One just about the series and one about each attribute of God. And we'll go over them. We'll talk about these scriptures and we'll talk about how that applies to us. But I just love you guys and I care about your souls. And um, I want you to experience the life, the full abundant life that God are that Jesus had told us that he was here to bring. He said, the enemy is here to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And guys, full life is the best life. Life with Jesus, there's nothing like it. But I love you. That's, that's all for today. That's all I have. Um, I could rant and go on for another hour talking about God's attributes. And just how important it is to know those and understand those. But please, 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 I challenge you to go spend intentional time going through who God is. And then um, next we'll talk about who you are in light of that. And I know I talk about this every episode, even if it's just a small snippet, but I really truly believe that God is wanting to revolutionize your life, revolutionize your world, change you and mold you and bring you new life old is gone new has come and that he wants you to experience his power and his goodness and see him see him at work so I'm excited to hear and to see all that God is going to do Uh, please be praying for me Um, just a little confession moment I've just been man really ignoring these promptings from the Holy Spirit lately to um, go and pray for people in public and go to speak to them about Jesus and I've asked for opportunities God gives them to me and I have it out. So if you guys could please just be praying um for me that I would be obedient to the Lord when he prompts my heart to share with someone or to pray for someone um and yeah, um it says to the Bible says to confess your sins to one another um so that you may be healed. And the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So I'm just asking for your guys's prayer. Um, that I just be healed from this pride issue that that that's what this really is it's a pride issue of what are they going to think of me what if this prayer doesn't do anything what if they think I'm crazy but who cares honestly like this is I have to coach myself up remember who God is this is where I have to go back through those steps remembering who God is remembering who I am and remembering that this is about eternity You know, not thinking of the things that are seen, but of the things that are unseen. Thinking with an eternal mindset. So I just wanted to confess that with you guys. Ask for some prayer. And uh, yeah, I hope you have a great night. Uh, It is 10 p.m. where I'm at. And I'm about to drive about an hour, so I will get home pretty late. But I love you all. Thank you so much for always supporting and praying and being part of what God is doing. Please share this with someone who you think might need to hear it or benefit from it. Um, or if you have another episode in mind, send them that way as well. Um, as always, I'm here for you with prayer. Um, please just text me, message me on Instagram, email me, whatever you want to do, go ahead and do it. Um, and I would love to talk with you, but have a good one. Talk to you later.